I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. And I have to say, after many years, many years of dreaming and many years of discussion, I am pleased to announce that right here in Alexandria's Potomac Yard, we have a plan to unleash a brighter, more extraordinary future. And as part of this amazing project, we will build a spectacular $2 billion sports and entertainment district. That was the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin. You guys heard it right here as we carried the press conference live December 13th. 2023, a day that we'll live in. Good morning, everybody. It's not that bad. Uh, Ted Ted didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. Uh, he kind of blew up the future of Chinatown, but perhaps that was already in the midst of happening. Um, it was kind of a surprise attack, though, because I do think many people thought Ted was just bluffing. Uh, but look, the Wizards and Caps aren't leaving for St. Louis or Las Vegas or even, you know, think of the 49ers, even a place like Santa Clara, where the Niners went 50, 45 to 50 miles south to play their home games. They're still here in the area. The Wizards are still 3-19. and 19. It's not Seattle losing their basketball team to Oklahoma City. It's not, you know, the Chargers going from San Diego to L.A. or Oakland losing the Raiders. Uh, he's not Bob Ursay with the Mayflower trucks pulling up in the middle of the night to move the Colts to Indianapolis from Baltimore. We're not losing our teams. Um, I guess the point being, could be a lot worse. Uh, But most of you know that already. Um, Good morning. I'm back. Thanks uh, for allowing me a day off yesterday. Had to take care of something personally. Uh, But we are back for the rest of the week on our way to Los Angeles Sunday for a game that they are... They, meaning the team that actually matters in town, the Commanders, they are six-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Rams as hopefully we are in the mode of counting down four more losses and to the number four or maybe higher draft choice. I have a lot to get to um, today. Look, I mean, this matters, and it's a big deal, but these two teams that are moving are such a fraction in terms of the interest that people have in the football team, and this audience in particular. Most of this audience, they had no idea who Monumental Sports was until today. Um, But we are going to certainly talk about it. We're going to open up phone lines, 301-230-0980, 301-230-0980. I did have a friend reach out to me to say, Josh Harris should fire Ron Rivera this morning, which would completely sap the energy and the attention away from the Ted Yunkin uh, yuck fest this morning at Potomac Yard. Um, But look, the issue 
really is not so much that this isn't the worst thing ever, because it's not. I mean, teams do leave areas. Uh, Teams leave areas that are thriving, where teams are supported for better business deals, much better business deals. The issue is that two of our four pro sports teams, you know, half of what for many cities is a big part of civic or local pride, are moving out of the actual city. Not that far away, uh, but like the Redskins did in 1997, Uh, They moved out of the city. Landover is inside the Beltway. So is Potomac Yard. Actually, if you look at a map, the new home five years from now, four years from now, whenever it is of the Wizards and Caps, will be further inside the Beltway than FedEx Field. Uh, But the convenience or inconvenience of that, of the new location, is really a matter of perspective. Um, That comparison isn't really that relevant today, although it will be discussed uh, in coming days and coming months. Um, What is relevant is that a city that was rejuvenated, resuscitated to a certain degree, brought to life by Abe Poland, moving the Wizards and Caps into the city is 25 years later being undone. Uh, And for me, as a born and raised Washingtonian who loved what Abe Poland did, 25 years ago. It hurts a little bit to see the two teams move, even if it is just four miles away, even if it is just barely south of National Airport, Washington National Airport, as Ted referred to it, not knowing that it's changed to Reagan National Airport in recent years. But I got got his point. Understood. It is relevant that 25 years ago, Abe Poland really brought to life a city that was so much different than it was after the two sports teams moved to Capital One Arena at the time MCI Center. I don't know personally, um, and I don't think many of you do, the true economics of this deal for ownership for Ted Leonsis. I'm sure for the state of Virginia and the city of Alexandria, this is a big deal, perhaps with some risk. Um, but still, you could tell by the cheerleading emotion of the day. I mean, that got got to be a bit uh, a bit much with the governor and with the mayor certainly giddy for themselves about what they clearly believe was a huge day politically. I'm sure. Um, but today is much less about them and much more about Ted and the city of Washington. And Ted probably did the same thing today. And has been putting this, you know, together for months now, according to a lot of different people out there, that many of us would have probably done if we were in his shoes as well. I don't have hate in my heart for Ted taking these teams out of Chinatown and moving them four miles to the south in Potomac Yard. I don't know the particulars of the deal. I don't know what was going on down in Chinatown now. We've heard a lot. We've all been consumers. We've seen the area change a bit. I don't think it's changed drastically from my standpoint, Um, but I know a lot of people who are suburbanites for the most part have had a different feel uh, coming into the city than maybe they did a few years ago. Um, But Ted got a better deal from Virginia, bottom line, and a much better deal from Virginia. This is a $2 billion project. And the city came up with $500 million, you know, just a few days ago, finalized. And even that wasn't 
a given. By the way, I should mention that this deal is currently with Virginia, non-binding, um, and there is the ability for Ted to continue to negotiate with the city. Uh, uh, you know, despite the, that press conference feeling like they're putting shovel in ground later today, um, and I do think it is, you know, pretty official. Um, but I just wanted to point that out, and the Post did a good job, and I'll I'll reference it here shortly. Uh, about the particulars of the deal and what's actually finalized and what isn't. So I'll get to those specifics in a few minutes. But Ted probably did something many of us would have done. I I can't sit here and just absolutely trash Ted Leonsis for taking these two teams four miles to the south, further inside the beltway than FedEx Field resides today, without knowing what the options were, without knowing what the true economics of staying in Chinatown versus this incredible offer from the Commonwealth of Virginia and the city of Alexandria. My sense is, and Ted's been a pretty good business person over a long period of time, that the move just made much more sense financially for him and his teams, you know, and the future of his teams competitively, perhaps. Abe Poland thought differently in 1997. There was nothing that said moving the Wizards and Caps into the city at that point, using primarily his own money, was anything other than a wild major risk. Abe's clearly different. He felt this need, this desire to take his hometown and start something that really ultimately paid off in a big way. The move to Chinatown, an area that for those of us who have lived in this area our whole lives, and we know this city, you know, that was not what you would call, you know, a vibrant, thriving neighborhood. And there weren't many of them, period, in our city. But when Abe took that risk... And he jump-started the return to D.C., the return to work, the return to eat and to go out, the return to live in the city. So many neighborhoods that were so difficult before Abe's move to Chinatown took off after his impetus, after his move. Sports teams revitalizing a hard and depressed area of the city like the Wizards and Caps and Abe Poland did 25 years ago, it snowballed. Logan, you know, Adams Morgan became a little bit different. Columbia Heights, Brooklyn, you can go through all of the different neighborhoods that were not anywhere near what they are today. And Chinatown, of course, completely resurrected, completely turned into a thriving part of our city. I do understand that things have changed. I do understand that current administration, pandemic, everything, the way things were handled in the city, I understand the exit from the city of business and what that's done to jobs, what that's done to the economy, what that did perhaps to the teams that Ted owns, what it made it like for them to go to work every day in an area that was just five years ago different than it is today. 
Again, I think that's a subjective conversation. I don't have a lot of data in terms of the crime increase and the carjackings and the danger. I go to that area. I have never felt truly like it is that much different than it was five years ago. But I would imagine for people who have lived way out in the suburbs and have it much different, they've noticed it more. And, and I'm sensitive to that because they're customers of Ted's. Um, I would imagine, ultimately, that this made a lot of sense for Ted in the moment right now, and that he doesn't view it as a slap at the city um, and at civic and parochial and local pride, um, and perhaps doesn't even view it in the same way uh, that, that I am right now with respect to undoing what Abe Poland did. He is looking at it from a business standpoint. He's probably looking at it as, look, we're only four miles away. We're right next to an airport. We're right next to two rivers, as he mentioned. The Wizards have been a league joke for decades now. Maybe this was, in his mind, a way to make his teams more competitive. I know that he's got this digital vision of what the future, and he likes to be the first. He likes to be, you know, pre-beta. You know, he likes to be the pioneer. Pioneers often end up with arrows in their back, but Ted's been through that as an entrepreneur, and he's always kind of seen the future. You know, I read this morning in an in-depth article about how this is a grand plan to eventually take Monumental public. He could do that without this move, maybe not at the same valuation. I'm sure that the company will be valued differently as with this deal, uh, but um, I it's really hard today without having been in all of these meetings and looking at every spreadsheet and looking at every pro forma to say, wow, Ted really screwed us. Now, the convenience-inconvenience of following the teams, the Caps and the Wizards, is a matter of perspective. I mean, clearly this will, I believe, impact Marylanders who live much further out. Is it going to affect me? I live in Upper Northwest D.C. I've lived in Bethesda. I've lived, I lived in Chevy Chase. The in-close suburbanites, the in-the-city the in people, I can't imagine it will I understand it's one more, perhaps a change of trains, metro-wise, not as easy to drive to. Rush hour traffic for a 7 o'clock game at Capital One is horrendous if you're driving on a weeknight. And it will be 20 to 30 minutes more horrendous in Potomac Yard. Try to get to Old Town in rush hour. Try. It's impossible. In fact, I was supposed to go there last week. At six o'clock for something, it was a vehicle that was being um, was being purchased, and I said, "Nope, put it into ways." And it said an hour and ten minutes from where I was at the time in Bethesda. So I said, "I'll come the next day at like one thirty. It will be extra time for Marylanders, extra time for people in D.C., certainly for Montgomery County, for Frederick County, for P.G. County, for Howard County. If you're driving, it will be more inconvenient. Um, God, man, that presser today. 
the woman who nearly, well, she did. She kind of broke down while introducing Glenn Youngkin. She was crying? I, I, I just didn't understand the, the tears. I mean, it's, I, I, I thought, no offense, I don't know who that woman is. Um, it was a bit much, a bit, I mean, I, it's not, you, you, you got to stand up there and you got to be professional. You can't break down. And then Yunkin, my God. I mean, he was breathless. The excitement over getting something done, certainly for him politically, this was a big day. The mayor of Alexandria was screaming when he got to the mic for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> it's Look, there's a lot of jobs that will be created. $12 billion in projected revenue down the road. Monumental sports going public at a much higher valuation. That was part of the calculus of this whole thing, I'm sure. Um, it's a big, big blow, though. A big, big blow for the city. There's no way around that. Again, hard for me to sit here and tell you that if I had all of the information that Ted Leonsis had, that I wouldn't have done the exact same thing. It's very possible that this wasn't just, you know, uh, that this was a slam dunk. Like if you had a chance to look at what Virginia and Alexandria Potomac Yard was compared to staying at Capital One with $500 million that was still in question from the city. Uh, so I can't, it, it's, I'm not the biggest Ted fan. Over the years, I look the the team that he owns that I care about. I don't care about his esports team, and I don't know anybody that does. And the championships that they have apparently won over the years, I'm not a big Mystics fan. Bless their hearts, they're going to play in Capital One, and I've certainly seen, especially over the last year, the rise in popularity of women's basketball in particular, at the college level for sure. We saw that last year with um, Angel Reese and with Caitlin Clark literally stealing the show and having games that almost outrated, well, they outrated NHL playoff games, almost outrated World's, you know, uh, Major League Baseball playoff games, for crying out loud. Um, that arena will be there, but without its two main tenants, and e the eSports team is not one of them, without the two main tenants and without two of the four professional sports teams that are a big part of cities, big part of why cities you know, thrive or don't thrive, a big part of why people look to, to move to a city, to move a business into a city, um, they're gone even if it is just four miles to the south. And Ted may be right when he said, this is, you know, this is what the future looks like. These, you know, sprinkle a little water on a bean, on a, on a bean and it turns into a beanstalk of a, of a city surrounding an arena where your professional sports teams play, and it ends up being this massive destination. I'm sure it will be. I do think, and I'm sure many of you have thought, well, what does this mean for the team in town that matters exponentially more than Ted's, you know, many teams that he owns? Um, I would think it's a good thing. I would think now there's some desperation on Bowser and on Mendelssohn and on everybody's part in D.C. to make this thing 
easier for the, the commanders or whatever they'll be called to move back to the RFK site, which will also turn into, hopefully, um, by design, a thriving, vibrant retail, you know, and residential community around it. You know, anytime these stadiums move into these areas, people who live there always push back. You wouldn't want a stadium around the corner from your house. And nobody at the RFK in the RFK neighborhood, which is now a much better neighborhood again, part uh, you know, part by uh, in part due to Abe Poland's move to Chinatown, which really was the beginning of uh, the resurrection of a city in terms of people living there, neighborhoods developing. We weren't a city of neighborhoods 25 years ago. We weren't. I mean, there were neighborhoods and people living in the neighborhoods, but the neighborhoods became much, much more exciting and job creation worthy with Abe's move to Chinatown. And now what bothers me more than anything else is I just wonder what's going to happen to that area and then what's going to happen to the city. We certainly need strong leadership. We certainly need you know, uh, a reduction in the increase in crime that we've seen, you know, over the last couple of years post-pandemic. We need businesses to move back into the city. We need people to go back to work. I don't know what the future looks like as far as that's concerned. I guarantee you this, Mayor Bowser has a lot on her plate, and losing these two sports teams is probably way down the list financially, but in terms of public relations in terms of what matters and what will be used against her this is a big day and a bad day for mayor bowser um phone lines are open i do want to read a little bit from the particulars of the deal because i think some things in here are interesting um the post did a good job of sort of outlining everything i'll read from that and then we'll take calls at 301 230 Zero nine eighty. Um, yeah, I, I, I hear you. I, I, I do. Uh, <laughs> somebody friend of mine. How about when he said that there are, he's, he wants to acquire Delaware? Well, that's not exactly what he was saying. He was saying that his sports teams uh, have an audience. Richmond to north of Baltimore, as you go through the northern counties of Maryland, northeast counties of Maryland, up not you know up ninety five, and you cross over into Delaware, that you have fans there too. It's not a lot of Delaware, and it's not Eastern Shore Delaware that he was referring to, although that may be part of it. Um, but once you get into that area, you're getting much closer to. Wilmington and Philly. Those are Philly sports fans much more than they are Washington uh, sports fans. Um, all right, phone lines 301 230 0980. Just, I mean, ex- express how you feel. Um, for me, I feel really awful for my hometown city that two teams that um, I know from personal experience what it was like to go to the Capitol Center. I'm old enough, guys. All right, I was in Patriot Parking or Eagle Parking at the Capitol Center. I was in that building probably probably as much 
over the years as I was ultimately in Capital One, and it wasn't convenient. And when they moved downtown, it felt so right, especially as that area started to take off, especially when you had the opportunity to go down and grab a bite to eat and a beer before the game or after the game. You know, and that area was bustling, and the arena was a good arena. I know many people feel it's outdated, not a great arena anymore. There are far worse, but I get it. It's a bit outdated, and they it needs a lot of work, certainly from a technological uh, standpoint. Um, and there will still be the Mystics playing there. Uh, and Georgetown, I am sure, will continue to play there, and it will house concerts continually. I think I read something this morning where it's like top 10 in the country for indoor arenas in gross concert revenue. Um, So, yeah, but not having your two main tenants there for 82 dates out of the year, plus in the Caps case, playoff games, um, that will certainly hurt. It will hurt financially that area a lot. You wonder whether or not it'll turn into what it was prior to that arena being there. Always loved going down. Still love going down to Chinatown for a game. So much more. So much more than FedEx Field. Um, But 7 o'clock starts were always a problem. All right. Phone lines. Your calls next. 301-230-0980. Kevin Sheehan Show on the Team 980, theteam980.com. We're free and live on the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Momentarily. Uh, I just wanted to read from the updated story from the Washington Post, Sam Fortier and T.O. Armis. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Post the presser. There's just some things in here that I I just want to make sure everybody understands. The owner of the Wizards and Caps has reached a non-binding arrangement that would move the teams from downtown D.C. to a new arena in Northern Virginia as soon as 2028, potentially upending the regional sports landscape. Um, as you heard, Leonsis Glenn Youngkin appeared in a press conference this morning in Alexandria's Potomac Yard, uh, where the terms of the framework were detailed, along with a press release, by the way. Um, 
As envisioned, Monumental's facility would anchor a 12-acre mixed-use development in the heart of that area, part of a tentative agreement still subject to multiple state and local approvals. Remember, many years ago, this was the location that Jack Kent Cook wanted to go to and you know, played, you know, Virginia and governor at the time, Doug Wilder, um, first black governor in the history of Virginia, elected in 1988. Uh, they thought they had something done, but it had to get through multiple state and local approvals, and it didn't, and JKC took his act to lovely Landover. Um, continuing to read from the story, a story, if Monumental ultimately moves to Virginia, it would mark a major economic development win for Yunkin and a deal... And deal a blow to D.C.'s struggling downtown. The transition could also ease the path for Leonsis to take the company public. I mentioned that, a possibility that he is openly um, discussed. So uh, the other part of this story, if you didn't read this before the press conference this morning, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and Council Chairman Phil Mendelson late last night announced a bill that, if passed, would offer monumental $500 million in public financing toward the rehabilitation of Capital One Arena, as well as an extension of its ground lease until the end of 2052. The company had asked for $600 million. Monumental's arrangement with Virginia does not prohibit it from continuing to negotiate with D.C., but Bowser said in a statement that the bill represented D.C.'s best and final offer. By the way, Josh Harris taking note, $500 million for Capital One. That seems like a minimal starting point for what we want from you to move to RFK. This becomes paramount now for Bowser politically to somehow get an RFK deal uh, done if she's still in office. Um, all right, so uh, phone lines are open. Look, my the, the net takeaway for me is I'm very disappointed today, very disappointed because I know and I witnessed, as many of you did, what Abe Poland, the risk Abe Poland took in the late 90s to take his two teams and build a downtown arena in Chinatown, of all places, and what it ultimately did to revitalize this city. You know, neighborhoods that weren't, you know, true, thriving, vibrant neighborhoods prior to that, whether it's Logan, you know, the, the Logan area. Um, Adams Morgan was always uh, vibrant. Look, there was a, a period of time for many of us that have grown up and lived in this city where, you know, for the 20-something crowd, um, it was Adams Morgan and Georgetown, and that was basically it. But it's been so much more. The Southwest Waterfront, Logan, Penn Quarter, Shaw, you know, you can go on and on. The the areas that just weren't areas that had economic opportunity um, and had cons- consumer desiredness. Um, so I'll never forget Abe Poland for what was a massive risk uh, taken with his own money primarily back then, and Ted essentially taking the deal that provides him with a much, much better, more likely than not, I don't know that for a fact, but I would imagine he's not going for a much lesser deal or even a deal that's comparable, and he isn't according to the news. How will it play out years down the road? Is he right? Is this... What the future will entail, these mini pop-up cities around downtown arenas connected to 
I mean, Jesus, if I hear one more Virginia Tech reference, I mean, as if they're a local uh, team. I know I know there are a lot of Virginia Tech alum. I think it's, like I said before, Maryland 1, Mason 2, I think Virginia Tech's 3, right, in total number of alums in the area. Um, but Ted embracing the whole Virginia Tech Innovation Center and that whole thing, and maybe that is the future. I, I can't, as disappointed as I am, and I've never been the biggest Ted fan. I mean, his basketball team, which I care about deeply, and many of you have said many times over the years, stop talking about them. Nobody cares. They've been a laughingstock joke under his ownership, and yes, under Abe's ownership at the end as well. Um, I would rather have that team be a part of the city that I live in. Um but, again, as I mentioned, it's not like they're leaving for Oklahoma City. Seattle lost their basketball team. Baltimore, for many years, didn't have a football team. I mean, 49ers fans, I know the Bay Area is different, and that 50 miles in Southern California and in Northern California where the 49ers reside, 50 miles is like our 10. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, and, and so it's... It's it's somewhat comparable, you know. Forty ers fans still go to Santa Clara, even though it became more inconvenient for the people that lived in San Francisco, but much more convenient for those that lived in San Jose. Um, and uh, I don't know I, if if the two teams are winning teams, you know. It, it, to me, the Ted just needs to build winners. Consistent winners, which other than his esports team, has he, it's pr- he's proven to all of us he can't do that. You know, with his basketball team in particular. All right, phone lines open 301-230-0980. We are efforting to get some guests on the show. It's a hard time right now because the press conference just ended, and you've got a lot of people that need to write. Uh, let's start with Eric in Silver Spring. Eric, go ahead. Kevin, it's been a long time since we talked. Hey, Eric, what's uh, up? What's up, man? Just, uh, you know what, Kevin, like you said, Abe had a vision 25 years ago, 30 years ago. And I'm trying to think, it's almost like he was the trailblazer because now you see a lot of teams moving into the city and revitalizing areas that were terrible. I'm going to say it was terrible. Nobody went downtown, D.C., no. Unless you were going to see the monuments or the White House, right? And right. this was, and that was that was Abe's baby was to move it downtown. This is what Ted wants to do. He bought the team. But a lot of people don't really remember. He bought the Caps first. That's oh, his and trust me, he's a he's a bigger he's a basketball guy, not a hockey guy. He's from Brooklyn. He loves basketball right. and would love to see the Wizards turn into a big winner. Hasn't been able of to course. do it. And I, Kevin, I have no problem with him moving. First of all, if you know that area, yard area, when 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 uh, when the squire was going to move there, down there wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. If you go down there now, you will see they have a revitalized down there too. The Potomac Yard. The I remember the movie theater going there. It's a Target right there. Right. That whole area also has been has been revitalized and looks good. And this, he bought the team. This, he can do what he, this is the same guy that used to answer emails from fans. So I have no problem with him moving the team. 
Now, Bowser, like you said, politically, this doesn't look good for her because her next opponent can say, you let a team, two teams, leave the city. And then to come up with $500 million, I mean, Ted was already, she knew Ted was had one foot out the door already. And, hey, another thing, that press conference was, it was weird. You're right. It was scary. Something didn't uh, seem was, right I mean, about the, it. The, the, the get, well, look, for Yunkin and the mayor of Alexandria, this is a huge day politically. He hasn't been able to get a lot done oh, yeah. here recently. It's a big day politically yeah. for him. But I thought the exuberance was a little bit over the top. And I think some, some level of understanding that there is a portion, if not a majority portion, of the fans of this team are sad to see them leave the district. It certainly wasn't a sad day for the people involved in that press conference. Uh, Thank you for the call, Eric. Uh, Yeah, appreciate it. I want to get to a lot of other calls. Barry's Verlug is going to jump on with us at 11 a.m. By the way, a friend of mine reminded me that Doug Wilder was elected in 1989. That's right. Virginia, right, one of, I don't know how many. There's just only like two states. Isn't it New Jersey and Virginia that have odd year uh, elections? Look that up for me, Denton. Tell me if I'm right about it being Virginia and New Jersey. I think it's just two states that have odd year elections. But yes, Doug Wilder was elected in 1989. Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate that. Uh, let's go to Neil. Let's go to Neil in Rockville. Uh, Neil in Rockville. We never we have not heard from because we haven't had any investigations of the former football team's owner recently to uh, to diagnose. Um, but you say what? Well, first off. Don't be surprised because I'm pretty sure that as we're talking, the lawsuits are about to get start filing in Northern Virginia by the NIMBYs of uh, the area because from the explain, interviews I saw, Explain what, what you mean by NIMBYs, please, for everybody. Well, NIMBY is not in my backyard. Right. It's, it's basically the group of people living around the area that oftentimes will... Um, protest and or file lawsuits because they'll make claims that uh, these types of uh, arenas and the like will bring down the value of their homes or ruin the, the neighborhood. It's one of the arguments, actually, that's you know being raised at trying to return to the RFK site for the right. commanders. The only place, basically, in the whole area that wouldn't have that problem is actually the FedEx field site because... A, it's already there, and B, it's zoned for there, and and that's still why I think ultimately the commanders will just build on that site. But just one of the one of the important things also is well, oh, also don't sell Ted short. He did have the Arena League uh, championships. He it took him buying the entire league, okay. but he ultimately did. Get I mean, one. Uh, this uh, I don't I don't understand how his PR people don't tell him to avoid pushing that every time he speaks about monumentals, monumental impact on our area. I mean, please, you've got two teams that matter, okay? Let's focus on them. One of them has sucked, and one of them did win a cup, thankfully for him. Uh, it's amazing the whole the, the the concentration. By the way, I did I read something recently that that whole you know um, business has actually now started to decline a little bit. The esports business. I don't I don't know. But anyway, I, I, I hate to take away from his arena league team uh, win. My yes. fault. 
Um, almost as, as good as the Castles winning for Ein, but that's a whole different <laughs> well, issue. Well, actually, <laughs> at least they had Serena playing for them. You, I don't, right, could you name one eSports player or Arena League player? No. No. Serena, wasn't well, Serena part of, or was it Venus? Venus, actually, I think was part yeah, of Venus. the Castles. Okay, but anyway, just, but anyway, let's uh, move but, away from that. Tell me yeah, what I mean, you think. I, I think it's a horrible idea. I mean, I think they're cutting off Maryland um, just because of, of the traffic and getting there. I, I, it's only it's significantly longer by metro. It's going to be horrific to try and get to anything during the week um, from anywhere in Maryland. Um, it's like Jiffy. I mean, it's like trying to get to Jiffy Lube live almost. It's like. It's just horrendous. No, it's not like what, trying uh, to get to Jiffy Lube Live. That thing is a disaster out in Gainesville. What's actually what's the name of the town that it's in? Bristow. I don't even know. Whatever yeah, it something. is. But but you're going to have to. But here's the problem: to get to that area, you got to go past, You got to go through the Pentagon area. I mean, it's just. To, I mean, it's going to be hard to get to concerts. Now maybe they'll keep the current arena for concerts and things like that. But but ultimately. Um, the other issue is neither the governor nor the mayor have the power of the purse. And yeah, it's a great, might be a seeming victory for youngins, but that doesn't really help him because in Virginia, they only have one, they're only allowed to do one term at a time. So he's not running again for governor anytime soon. And the legislature in Virginia, to my, I think, just switched over to, uh, fully controlled by the Democrats. So sort of right. like the whole notion that we went through with Dan trying to get all this money, sure. which at first seemed to be sitting on the table out of Virginia, um, very well might not be there when it comes to actually writing the check. Okay. What would your bet be, though? Does this get done or not? I don't think so. I think really? They, I, think they work some, I, I think they work a deal with the district. I don't think – I think you're going to hear very quickly from the legislature um, – that that money's not coming uh, Ted's way. December 13th, fake day in the move of Wizards caps, according to Neil and Rockville. Um, by the way, you said um, that they... I, I want to go back to this, because you and I have not talked about this either on the air or off it in a while, but you do believe that ultimately Josh Harris is going to build right where FedEx Field exists today in Landover on that lot, and why? I, I still think it's it, it's going to be there. A, um, I, I think the I, I don't think that the DC is going to be able to fund what's needed. But I, I also think that the neighborhood the, the neighborhood there really does not want it, and ultimately. I think Maryland is going to come through with what sort of it sounds like Ted is going to uh, build is like an entire an entire area of yeah. shops and restaurants because we've well, already that heard investment's that already been made right yeah. yeah they're already doing so that. it's it's don't zoned. you think this helps though the uh, don't don't you think this increases the odds of Washington landing at RFK with 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 Ted taking the Wizards in, in Caps to Virginia. I mean, monetarily, it, right. it would leave money for the district to make that type of investment. Uh, I, I just, unless they're going to make base, unless they're going to make it really a multi-use, domed something where they can, you know, use it a lot more than nine weeks a year. But then that's going to even add more to the issues 
with the neighborhood, you know, fighting because they're not going to want it to be there, you know, 20, you know, 200 days, 250 days a year. Um, and basically where, where FedEx is now is perfectly suited. They're going to, they have the Metro, even, you know, they can move the stadium closer to that Metro. They have all the infrastructure and they have the investment already uh, put out there by Maryland. I just see it as, a, and they won't have the, and they won't have the zoning issues and they won't have the fights. I just see it as a much easier path. He'll show that he's going to try and do it, but ultimately I think he's going to stay where he is. So um, real quickly, because you'll appreciate this. So I've said a couple of times already this hour, don't discount how important this is to the plans that they have to take monumental public and what it might do to the valuation, which was also in the post story. And a friend of mine who is um, who works for an investment bank said, the valuation of their IPO just went up 8x with this deal. So this, I mean, ultimately it's not just the actual pro forma on D.C. versus Virginia. It's the taking of monumental public and the difference in the valuation of that public offering, which, you know, what is, I would love to know what it's worth. I texted him back. I mean, what, what would monumental be worth? The two sports teams that he owns, Neil, I mean, what are they worth? What is what are the values of those? Are, they're not billion dollar entities, are they? Uh, I wouldn't think so. I mean, but it's so different than the NFL because I mean they are they generate so many more. You know, well, I guess that Phoenix and, sale was four billion. What's his face paid four billion for the Suns? So the Wizards might man. be worth more than a billion dollars. The Caps probably aren't, but maybe. Because of the end, I, I don't know. I'm going to look that up. I'm actually curious to yeah. see what, what, you know, maybe Forbes has a current valuation. Um, on the last thing teams. I'd love to hear Tommy ultimately or somebody talk about how this affects any thought of Ted uh, taking over the uh, baseball team. Oh, right. Good point. Had that on my list, have not gotten to that. Uh, I think, uh, like you and I have said all along, you know, I, we would not want Ted owning three of the four major pro sports teams in town. Just from that standpoint, I wouldn't want it. And then, considering that he's not been a very successful owner with respect to his team's performances, other than the esports team and arena team, um, I wouldn't want him owning the team either. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. If you're on hold, stay there. Uh, more of your calls coming up. Uh, we'll try to rip through them real quickly, and then we'll talk to Barry, but we'll come back to phone lines and do a lot of phones today. By the way, I have a Sam Howe number that I found yesterday that I don't think anybody's really talked about, but I want to talk about it at some point before the end of the show, because that's what most of you care about anyway. Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980 and the Team980.com. Two local college basketball scores. Maryland handles Alcorn State with relative ease, 105 to 65. The Terps now seven and four on the season, three games above 500. And last night, Georgetown gets a big win over Coppin State, 71 to 54. They also are now seven and four on the season. And that's what's trending. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Up in six minutes, Steve Buckhantz, longtime voice of the Washington Wizards, will join us at noon. Andrew Brandt will be on with us in the 12 o'clock hour as well. We'll do some football today as well. I know many of you um, are interested in this for sure, um, but are more interested in whether or not they'll take Jaden Daniels at number four. Uh, let's go to PJ and Chevy Chase. PJ, go ahead. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Thanks for having Hi, me on. Big fan of the show. Thanks. Hey, um, so um, <clears throat> just a couple things. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, I think you'd be pressed to, to argue who's done more for this city um, than, than a Poland in terms of uh, you know financial dollars. Maybe David Rubenstein, but a yeah. lot of those were to fix monuments and stuff like that. Right. But um, you know, I think I think Abe's rolled over his grave. Um, you know, he know he know how important of an anchor Cap One was for the city. Um, and he wanted his legacy to be that, so he self-financed it. You know, now Ted, who got a great deal buying these teams, is leaving. Um, you know, and you can go back to, I know you know the city, but basically everything east of 14th Street was not, not was, was, it was, everything was struggling. Um, right. You know, McPherson Square, we all know what was going on at McPherson Square at night there. Yep. Um, you know, the convention center, the new convention center that wouldn't be there, revitalization of 14th, U Street. Uh, H Street, you know, lo- just look at Logan Circle, all of that, and you know, well, I just look at the U Street corridor. The U Street corridor is just—I mean, it sounds like you and me, sort of close. And it's like twenty-five years ago, thirty years ago, you you, you wouldn't have gone down there for any reason. Exactly, exactly. And just to, to wrap up, you know, I understand this is a business decision, but you know, why do this to DC? Why, why do this to DC? You know, I, I know. You know, is it just, you know, monument, monuments worth more and, you know, but he's going to, you know, what he's going to do to D.C. in the process. I mean, the loss of sales taxes, you know, the, the loss of the lease income, um, yeah. you know, the, the, the withholding taxes they're going to lose. Now they have to do, do something with the skins. Whether or not they're going to be able to do something is a totally different story. And then what are they going to do with Capital One? You, what, you're going to turn that into a casino? I mean, you know, it's just, you know, my opinion, say a prayer for D.C., and uh, let's hope Ted, you know, because I just think his long-term legacy is going to be like, great, look what he did over in Alexandria. But in the process, look what look at the decays that's going on in D.C., you know, as a result. So, and and you, you know much, what, PG, Kevin. some people would say that it was perhaps, you know, the post-pandemic beginning of the decay that ultimately drove this for Ted. But I think this has been in the works for a while. I think he's always had his eyes on something like this because regardless of what we think of him, 
he's had some, you know, vision in business. I mean, he did not start AOL. I mean, he, you know, that was, uh, that was a Steve case. Uh, and I'm forgetting the former Marine who passed away recent years was a big funder and a big visionary when it came to AOL. Ted's company was acquired by AOL and then Ted became a huge marketing presence, uh, in that company. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, ultimately it may prove to be the right thing for him and his two teams and the wrong thing for the city, uh, which uh, disappoints me. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Let's go to Joe. Joe, quickly. Uh, yeah, um, I have a different point of view. Long-time Virginia okay. resident, was a 20-year Redskins season ticket holder till they changed the name, then a cap season ticket holder. I'm thrilled that... Now that they're moving to Virginia, when I buy a ticket, my sales tax is going to my home state. And right. I have to laugh the the lawyer you had on who was whining about, oh, it's going to take longer to get there. They're cutting off Maryland. Well, we I've been driving to FedEx. For, I drove to FedEx for 20 years. I, I, yeah, went but to, Joe, I used to go to games. Joe, I'm going to let you finish. Joe, I'm going to let you finish because I want to make this one point because a friend of mine made it to me earlier before the show started. The Virginia. First of all, not that it makes it any better. You guys are used to it, but more importantly, you guys did it on Sundays. It is a far no, 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 different no, no, no. situation I, I went, when you're I talking to, about a weekday no, 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 at seven no, 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 o'clock. No, no, no. I used to go to Capital Games at Capital Center. That was not Sunday. No, I'm, no, 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 no. Fair point. But you no, you mentioned I mean, the, the football games I mean, first. I, yes. Look, I don't expect. Fair. You know the, the By the way, our, the traffic DCP in our city was different in nineteen in the eighties and nineties than it is today. But but conti- but continue. I mean, I would argue that the metro has has changed things for the better. But anyway, I don't um, know. I think we're the second or third worst traffic city in America, behind I think L.A. and Atlanta. I could be but, wrong about but, that. I mean, but I don't expect five. the Maryland people or the the D.C. people to understand the Virginia take. But I'm I'm happy Virginia's finally getting a piece of the action after spending all this money for years and years and being a quote dc sports fan i'm i'm happy to see it happy to see it happen but anyway that's my take thanks that's a good take thanks joe appreciate it barry's verluga next uh if i didn't get to you we will open up for more calls after we talk to barry kevin sheehan show the team 980 and the team 980.com You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 